0: Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. We took uh, last week off um, in kind of respect to everything that's been going on uh, with uh, the protests, the killing of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and uh, and all the others who came before. Yeah. There's no words really even to say. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it's, um, it's just, um, yeah, it's to say everything that's happening, um, you know, videos every day of police brutality, that's um, not something that's new, it's something that I think Will Smith said it of, you know, this has been happening, it's not but
0: We're now it's getting f- filmed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, you you know, like you said, the list goes on and on. Um, there are people that have been murdered, killed by police. Ahmed Aubrey was killed by just a lot of two racist people in Georgia. Um, and, so, and some of these people haven't even got charged. They're still just living their lives. And it's not right. It's not. I, I don't have the words to just kind of convey of how people still don't see what the root problem is and how yeah people, people are racist. We have systematic racism in this country, in the police force, and just everyday life of people that are just not treating each other. Uh, with respect or even just treating each other nicely or just how they would want to be treated and you know it's yeah, people are literally being killed for just trying to live their lives and it's not right it's wrong and it's disgusting and you know I and I can say all of that and I know that I have privilege I have I'm white, um, straight, cisgender male, Mm -hmm. like I I have Christian beliefs. And so it's for me to just, I know that I have to do more and that, you know, each day I'm trying to be cognizant in my thoughts and my actions and just even when I go out and so, um, but I know that it's, it's not just going to end next week, that it's a long, process
0: yeah real change is gonna take take time to to happen but it's like the other side of that is we need change now you know so it's like what uh you know really what can be done uh you know uh because you know you hear uh politicians uh in particular you know people you know in the democratic party for example who are saying well you know you know, what you can do vote in November. Like yeah, that's yeah. really good. But uh, surely the people who are in office now uh, are seeing what's going on. And, you know, um, why can't, why can't they just stand up and say, yeah, you know what, this has to change. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And I've, and, and even just getting with, I mean, petitions that are being signed and um I believe the Minneapolis police officers uh went from a third degree to a second degree murder. Yeah. I'm fairly certain that was through petitions and people signing and voicing their yeah. 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 And so I think it's yeah, I think it's a time where action is needed now. Um and continuously it can't just it can't just be November because even if Trump was um, not elected again, that doesn't mean that people can just sit on their heels and be like, okay, well now Trump's out of office. Like these problems have been going on. Yeah. Like racism has been going on for a a lot longer than just depending on who our president is now has Trump led to probably more um hateful acts i i would i don't have the data to show that but my belief is yes
0: yeah i just um i don't know it's just so crazy because i like expect the one person that we should be hearing uh you know cinematic you know um speeches of uh, like that empower the American people that, yeah. um, that bring us together in this time and uh, inspire us to have conversations, uh, be empathetic um, of one another and, uh, you know, civil discourse, you know, uh, every time, yeah. every time stuff like this happens, uh, you get white people uh, who always preach that, right? Oh, well, let's not riot civil discourse. That is the, right. Yeah. I mean, and it's, I'm not trying to say it now that it's, I'm not trying to say we need it to be dismissive. I'm trying to say it because, you know, that's how change happens. You know what I mean? And so after uh, our protests are done, um, you know, and whatever, whatever form uh, this, this movement is expressed in and of itself, Then, Like, what is the next step? I don't know the answers to that. I couldn't possibly say, but, um, you know, it's, I just, that's, that's what I wonder, right? Is, is, is what's next and what, what can we all do? Um, I have been, um, I have uh, friends on Facebook who have been doing the feed the people initiative in Chicago uh, Mm -hmm. because when curfew was in place, it shut down. The CPF, like uh, like, uh, lunch pickup kind of things. And so it's, you know, it's things like that. There's bail funds for people who've been arrested while they're protesting. You know, putting my money where my mouth is. There's, uh, you know, I couldn't go see my mom and dad for a little while because there were curfews up in the cities for a Mm -hmm. bit. And so, um, you know, it's... Uh, it's crazy. But you know what? I was so proud of my little town, my little village of Woodhall. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, we saw um, a couple houses uh, with like signs in their windows, Black Lives Matter. We saw it around town. I mean, wow. you can drive to a small town a couple miles down the road and they're still waving Confederate flags, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I passed some, them by somebody t- uh, today who had like American flag, Confederate flag. There was a third flag too, but I couldn't see it. But yeah, Trump stickers everywhere. And it's just like, man, I, like in that moment, like I really wanted to yell something, but then I was like, you know, I don't want this person just to turn right around. Um, and I think that kind of gets, to, I mean, and I think that's where I, I have seen people that have only come out of the woodworks to talk about the riots oh
0: yeah and that that pisses me off to no end
1: yeah and i think that's i mean sorry to cut you off but i know that i don't think that that's what you were trying to say earlier was that like for me i you know i've i've tried to i've seen a lot of posts of like um black folks who have said don't tell me how to feel yeah and and i and i get that because or i and do it. like, I'm not trying to put my thought or like, I can't imagine what that would be like because I don't have that li- lived experience. Yeah. yeah
0: I, um, I think there's a part of me that used to do that. Tell people how to feel. Um, not like in situations like this, mm-hmm. maybe, but, um, but yeah, you know, one of my, one of my students, uh, one of my non-black students, Was messaging me the other day and just asking for, you know, clarity, feedback, leadership advice. Mm -hmm. She's like, you know, I see some of my friends who uh, are black and living in Chicago that, you know, um, or even my non black friends who are calling for, you know, blood to be spilled and Mm -hmm. uh, burn everything down. And how is that helpful? And I'm like, Um, maybe it's not, I don't know. Uh, yeah. but also, uh, who am I to say what is right or wrong? Yeah. Um, the system, I am a white passing Mexican man. <laughs> you know, I have, uh, more privilege than a lot of people in my family. Uh, certainly I have more privilege than most of my students. You know, uh, what I say the other day, um, I was I was hidden because my last name is McLean yeah. nobody would guess um, and
1: yeah my mom literally thought you were Italian when, right when I when we first introduced or talked I, I mean yeah
0: and so you know it's just um I, I benefit from the system that they're that they're frustrated with you benefit from the system that oh yeah and that's what I was telling to the student and I was like, imagine being unheard and validated and having no uh, support structure that had the power to do anything that you wanted or like the power to fix any of the injustices that you are seeing. Right. Uh, You'd be ready to burn it all down too.
1: Yeah. I mean, someone... I mean, someone brought up just, like, gentrification in that component as well of how, I mean, you all are upset that we're burning down, but you literally will come into our communities, gentrify it, and then the same way, same thing with looting of, like, look at the way billionaires profit off of you as a consumer. They are literally looting your money. Like, that. that is such an interesting and right way i mean it's 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 true yeah you know i just um
0: i i don't have the expertise or the knowledge to speak on this at length um and so um but i wanted to make sure that we both said something um on the podcast um i you know I was talking to a colleague at another, um, it's a bigger school, but it's not far from where we are. And, uh, they lost a student to the violence. Mm. Um, and, um, you know, the whole time, uh, that protests were going on, um, another friend of mine who lives in Chicago and teaches high school, uh, said that, uh, some of her students got arrested and Mm -hmm. the whole time I'm sitting in my I'm sitting in my living room thinking uh, it could be one of my students. Yeah. It could be somebody that I that I care about. Um and um I just didn't know what to think. Yeah. And um you know I posted um, I'm not going to uh, get into it on the podcast cuz I don't think I can but yeah. You know the college put out a statement uh that you know, from the perspective of a lot of alumni. Uh, it didn't go far enough. Um, you know, the, the, they named a committee that I'm on um, as a resource, uh, but didn't give any context. And so it just looked like we were kicking the can down the road. Um, and then our committee, I had asked to put out a statement, and so we drafted something and put it out. Um, but I'm I'm definitely further along than I was a few years ago in terms of uh, being support and, um, you know, an advocate for our students of color. Um, But the whole time I'm just sitting here, I just pray and I hope, I hope my students know that I'm here for them. Uh, You know, when they're on campus, when they're off, I mean, if somebody would have said, Hey, I need bail money. I would have been like, boom, here you go. Right. you know what I mean like it's uh, when I hear protest and you know Or if I had more room if I had if I had a comfortable place to let them sleep, they'd be in my house you know what I mean yeah, yeah um, anyway, I don't know um, who we're putting this show out for anymore. Um, I don't know who's listening uh, I have no age demographics. I don't know if any of them are listening or any of our friends who have graduated before uh, with or after us. Um, But if you're listening to this, I'm thinking about you.
1: Yeah. It's. um... Yeah. It's not political. No. No. And that, and that's that's one of the things that uh, also came out of the woodworks was I saw folks that were saying like I don't I don't mean to get political like this is not fucking political this is about human rights and like literally people just wanting to live yeah their life yeah uh, and peace and just being able to go somewhere right with the same. Or do something. The
0: same old equality that uh, we are all promised. You know?
1: Yeah. You know, Ahmed Aubrey wanted to go f- for a walk. Breonna Taylor was sleeping in her house. George Floyd literally said I couldn't breathe for nine minutes. Like, that's that's what I keep um, like I re- I know that I've had privilege for a very long time and I've been, I've benefited from it and I haven't, um, I know that I can do more.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's my goal. And I know that, um, it may not look, I don't know. I I just, um, it's something that I think more critically about.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I think what's uh, what's interesting, right, in all of this is seeing how other people um, are responding. Obviously, we live in the higher ed world, and so we're looking at how our institutions are responding yeah. and everything that's been going on. And, um, you know, I, um, I can't imagine what it's like to be a senior admin uh, at a at any school. Um, Yeah. But, you know, I think, um, I said something about power earlier, and I think, um, thinking about uh, how we are practicing leadership in times like this, right? Um, Like, someone once said to me, you know, uh, my, um, I wish that people knew that people with titles like mine are human beings too. Mm -hmm. And that has been weighing on me the last few nights I'm laying awake and I, um, I sprang out of bed like a rocket. Um, and I came over to the, to the board in the office here and, uh, I wrote down, um, who gets to see that humanity? You know yeah. what I mean? It's like this burning question that I want to ask that person, uh, who gets to see it, you know, uh, who can you be vulnerable around? Who do you trust to do that with? Yeah. And you know, um, particularly in any organization, like it's just, um, exclusion helps nobody, Uh you know? Uh Yeah. At the end of the day, to get something done, to make change, or you're working with a team, if you're excluding other people in that process, you know what I mean? That might have worked years ago, but that is not a system in which is going to work today.
1: No, and I feel like that's something that we've always somehow we always come back to just bringing people into the process. Yeah.
0: And why is and, that such yeah. a hard concept for people?
1: I don't, I don't know. It's like, that is something that I said during my time at Monmouth of like, you know, I'm the Greek guy. Like, like I should probably know about these things because like, I've seen stuff posted on Twitter about the fraternity story life. Uh And I can say this cause I don't work there. <laughs> like uh i'm just a lot now uh i've seen people that have posted about fraternity story life at monmouth and it was like like i recognize it tale of like i need to take a step back and i think even for the longest time i've been so like pro monmouth of like no i need to defend this place like i love my experience but then i realized well my experience is radically different than other people oh, yeah. and, may- and maybe uh, my defense has been a part of the problem. Yeah. And so like, like, you know, I was taking a step back, listen, like learning and like seeing the tweets of like, yeah, there probably is a problem. Right. And I had, I can guarantee you there were things that I did not see or hear about in the great community. And I was just putzing along with my yep. day. And that like, it made me sad to see things like that of like, like what was I missing or didn't know about, yeah. or that did happen that I could not
0: address. Yeah. I mean, we put our blinders on, you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. like, um, yeah. You know, I think about um, just a lot of things, you know, if, um, but you know, the thing that like just calls out to me, right? And I am biased because I use all of I use this book to literally solve so many interpersonal conflicts I ever have. Mm-hmm. And uh uh you know it well, uh the humble inquiry book. Love. Uh because think of how much different, right? How how many different conversations we'd have uh if we were able to um, to to have humility. Uh, to, mm-hmm. um, to be open to the, to the fact that your experience is not the only experience that was had. Your experience is, uh, you know, uh, not everybody's. And so like that's the thing that just, um, it calls out to me like that, you know? And where's the, where's the empathy, the curiosity to figure out what's going on in other people's experiences
1: yeah. you know and when a community reaches out like just not letting it go to the wayside of like
0: you know cuz i think i think about um you know um oh we put out we had some sort of policy uh, that we couldn't do certain types of events in a certain kind of space. And, um, uh, someone had said, well, the policy says that if you're going to do this in this space, uh, then you uh, can't have the event. And I said, because uh, the the group uh, was a group of, uh, uh, it was a, a, a group of students of color who wanted to have the event and they have Like outside the realm of what has been normally used for the space, and so I said, "Well, if that is our policy, then our policy is broken. It needs to be changed, right?" And so, who is doing that? Uh, Who is uh, who is saying, "Right, well, this is the policy. This is the code, right?" And do you ever just go, "Hmm, maybe there's something wrong with that."
1: Well, yeah. And that, I mean, that gets to literally what we sat in on for our retention committee of what DePaul yeah. did, the four Ps, process, profile, progress and process.
0: And like and that's what I'm saying because like, who knows, who knows what that is? Who knows what that looks like? You know what I mean? Like who's, who's having yeah. the conversations? So, so we had that conversation in the committee, Right. Yeah, but guess where that went? Nowhere, you know. And it just it uh, really um, not to sound like a midwestern dad, but it grinds my gears because here is good work, right? That is that is real. That it may seem to some people minuscule, right? Oh, a policy review. But really, looking at the policy and going, does this work for the students that we have? Well, it's for. You know, I'm thinking about, and sorry, I'm on a tangent now. No, go for it. Uh, You know, some people have um, some organizations, uh, whether they be higher ed institutions or companies, they have a mission statement uh, that was written at a certain point in the company, like around the time of the company's founding, the organization's founding. And when has it been updated? Right. Right. What world does, does what you're preaching reflect? You know what I mean? And most organizations are, their mission statement is built on a system that people are out in the streets protesting right now. And so if everybody's not, if like major organization authorities, right, I'm not going to call it leadership because until somebody shows me some like They're not just because you hold a title does not make you a leader. And like if, if everybody's not taking a a deep hard look at what's going on in their organizations, you're crazy.
1: Well, I mean, thinking of all this, like, like based on what you just said, it's crazy to think that we make our student organizations do a constitution and bylaw review every single year, but we don't do it ourselves as policy and procedures and saying, these are the policies we have. Like let's have a, have a one, like a, a staff meeting or like, just go through it. What seems wrong. Yeah. What seems right.
0: And just that if we don't, I have had this criticism of, um, the committee work that I've been doing and, you know, not just this uh, DEI committee, but, you know, other things, Um, you know,
1: the DEI, the DEI committee is the diversity, Diversity, equity
0: and inclusion working group. And, um, you know, when I first got brought on our, our first meeting was a complete vent session of everything that we viewed to be wrong with, you know, policies and procedures, um, but it didn't go anywhere. It was just airing it out. Yeah. And, um, you know, after about three ciders, <laughs> I got in and I said, um, what sort of power do we have? Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's great. You've gathered us all here. We've uh, we've bitched about stuff for like the last three hours. Um, yeah. But what power do we have? Because if we don't have power and we're not backed by power, then not shit is going to change and you're wasting not only my time but we're wasting our students' time. You know?
1: Yeah. And I think that's the... I want to... I know that you probably can't say much about it but I'll say about it. I wonder what Monmouth looks to do moving forward based on the lack slash silence that they had related to George Floyd, not saying black lives matter, seeing the alumni um, comments, tweets, expressing their experiences, expressing their real experiences. um, uh, My, that's my question is what's the plan? What's the, what are the next steps you can, you know, it's not just putting out a statement and saying, all right, we did it. We're done. What are, so. What you're right. I can't
0: say anything about that. Um, but what I will say um, is that um, <laughs> I'm going to make damn sure that there's something that happens. Um, yeah, I'll say some more to you after we stop recording, uh, because, because I can. Um,
1: but I think that's you know, and I appreciate you doing that because you know I love uh, the inside scoop. But I think that's the, I think that's where the, this uh, just, descent comes. Yeah, descent yeah. is that the right word? Uh, yeah, but the, I mean it's the transparency,
0: right? It, um, and that's right. what I. Um, what my long tangent, uh, me hopping up on my uh, pedestal here to, to preach about, um, you know, um, is if there is no plan right now, right, or you no. truly don't know what to say, you don't know what resources to offer, you don't know, right, and have the, the vulnerability, right, the humility to say, I can't possibly imagine What's going on? Mm-hmm. Here is what mm-hmm. I do know and can share with you, yeah. Um, and then you know, the other boilerplate stuff, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. but but I mean, it's everywhere, you know what I mean? Like, and that's that's really my point, yeah. I think. Uh, maybe, uh, there's probably not too many laughs in this episode, everybody, so my bad,
1: but. Uh, Well, I think that's... I mean, we talked about it beforehand that it just didn't really feel right for us to come on here and... Be silly and do stupid shit. And, you know... um,
0: just I keep thinking, too, about... um, You know, what do we want? If you want real change, one of the questions you have to ask yourself, right, when you're putting together a mission statement, a vision statement is is Mm -hmm. what do you want the world to look like once change is affected? Right. And it's pretty fucking sad that some people's answer to that question is I just want to, I just want to live my life. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I want to be, I want to,
0: I want to be able to take a run, you know,
1: yeah you know and that's and that's the thing too of like i think the time of saying well we want our students to come to campus and feel welcomed i think that is the 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 term the phrase that's been used for the longest time and i think it's i really think it's time for that to go yeah because i think it's time for folks to say we want you to come to our community Um. And we want you to be authentic and not have to. But you know what? Here's the
0: other crazy part about that, that trips me up is where does the, it's like the, the chicken or the egg, you know, which can, right. right. Um, do we want to, um, to to prepare them for a life of active civic engagement and uh, yeah. Civil discourse and being their true, authentic selves, and then sending them into a world that literally does not give a shit about that.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? And no, yeah. I mean, and I, so,
0: you know, I think about the, the students who graduate from my leadership program. Uh, I spend uh, four years preaching. Anybody can be a leader, anybody has potential yeah. to practice leadership. Right. And so if they go into their first job, uh, and they preach humble inquiry and all of the things you should do to practice effective leadership, and then they get fired because they're a better leader than their boss, and they threaten their power. You know what I mean? Like, what world yeah. am I preparing my students for? And am I preparing them to lead a new world uh, where they're going to face significant challenge, uh, and then uh, because of that challenge, feel as if though. Um, we have failed them. Yeah. Or do we prepare them for the world that exists right now? Yeah. Uh, so that they can be successful in that world. And no, I
1: mean, yeah, I mean, you bring up a really good point because it just, I mean, I mean, that's what I said. And I'll, I'll own it. But I just remember now thinking more critically about that of like what John said. I think it was during like a, a town hall of like um,
0: somebody once said uh, I want to prepare students uh, for um, uh, for the place that they become employed and then uh, build their life from.
1: Yeah. Because keeping them safe, uh, they can be safe on campus, but once they go to the County market, they may have to in- interact with the community person who's racist. Well,
0: and I think about all of the, uh, you know, Chronicle of Higher Ed stuff that's come out. You know what I mean? Uh, campus as a safe haven. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, how broken is our world that students have to be on campus in order to be?
1: Yeah. And then, I mean that goes to yeah. I mean just even the coronavirus of like just how you know one of my students presumably don't know this for sure but i mean he had four siblings and they were all younger than him he was struggling to get his work turned in because he became the babysitter and like that's i never had to experience that uh
0: well i i
1: And that's, I mean, that just gets to the.
0: So uh, the book that's next up on my uh, reading list is uh, Disruptive Transformation. Um, I have no idea uh, what it's going to bring, mm-hmm. uh, but we keep thinking about change and uh, what's needed. It's like, what's needed is a complete overhaul. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything. And so, uh, you know, what's it going to look like? How do we support people who, uh, are uncomfy in the process? You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah.
1: I don't know. Because I think those people need to talk and be a part of the process. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, we got to bring everybody along. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if people aren't, up, you know, here's maybe the, the takeaway for me, for, uh, my long, my long tangent is, uh, regardless of anything, right. You gotta be able to, if you are in a position in which you are benefiting or you are in power, um, You have to, like, (laughs) you have to have the humility that, uh, (laughs) you know, you don't know everything. Uh, you are not the, you know, no one does anything alone. And if you want to learn, if you want to do things, you can't, you know, I don't know. got to, you got to be humble, uh, instead of, uh, trying to hoard all of your power and not give any of it away, Uh you got to be able to to share the power. Because at the end of the day, we have to share the responsibility for the world that we want at the end of whatever the rebuilding
1: process looks here. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, it's... Power can be dangerous but it's also one of the things that's it's like how you, like how do you use it yeah And if it's not benefiting everyone it's time to take over take a dramatic look yeah. yeah I'm gonna be honest with you I don't know what else to say about any of this. I really don't either. I think, um, you know, my main takeaway is, again, trying to do my part to read, um, learn more and really, I mean, I've been, you know, I've seen other folks that have have posted petitions, um you know i donated to a a bailout fund in louisville and just keep on you know supporting and engaging and trying to use my voice to help others um yeah really just trying to be cognizant that i'm not trying to um take the space away from others that that i can truly just help and i know that i still have work to be done that i can't just say that i'm an ally and that's it like right. i still have plenty that i can learn and do and advocate for change and that's um that's my hope from it yeah
0: i do have hope um I know I sounded doom and gloom there a little bit, but, um, yeah, I share in, I share in your,
1: um, message of hope. Yeah. I mean, I am, I am through all of it. Um, you know, Nashville, there were five or six teenagers, uh, who organized the Nashville protest, and over like ten thousand people showed up. Yeah. And I think that's where I lean on is if they can do that, what can I do? Yeah And that's especially going into the fourth year of work. Um, just something to be ever more cognizant of of how I approach work and how I approach my interactions with my students. Yeah.
0: I will say that uh, my students are giving me hope, you know, and I really hope that the work that I'm doing with some of my other colleagues on campus, uh, we can we can deliver some much-needed reciprocity.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the hardest thing to do, um, is when you're trying to advocate for a community and the results aren't there, or it's not. Yeah instantaneous because i think you've said before that change takes time but i think we're at a point where uh the time is now yeah and we need to we can't just hide behind it no and I, i think that's i think this time period has shown that there are a lot of things that can be done um that we didn't think could be done before and how do we use that as we approach this next yeah. political cycle, academic year, everything, community, like how do we, drastic change is needed and it's needed now.
0: And you know, if uh, changes are needed to take us back to uh, life um, post COVID 19, if we already yeah. need changes now. Might as well check in the changes we need, uh, you know, to solve some of the systematic oppression that is taking place. Yeah. And so, anyway, listeners, thanks so much for tuning in to the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. Uh, I hope that you're joining in conversations with others, but if you want to join in the conversation with us, feel free to do so by connecting with us in the links below
1: until next time. Thank you. And, um, stay safe and be well, stay safe and be well.